The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Lane. I'm Art. I'm Brian. And this is a Thursday show. How's it going, phone guys? We're just phoning it up, man. Yeah. Look, reminiscing about ZR Nun. P-H-O-N-E. ZR Nun living a new life. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's a pretty interesting account. Everyone should follow the R Nun hashtag on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Salty Thunder Racing. Salty Thunder Racing. And uh Art drove a pretty interesting car to the studio. Yeah, what's huh? up with that? I did, man. I drove a Lotus Elise. It is uh, a friend's car. And uh I'm actually driving it because I brought it down the peninsula because uh, the synchro, the second gear synchro is bad. And so I was either going to drop it off at the shop or have someone pick it up at my house, which is closer to the shop, and uh, it's going to get an LSD thrown in it. Uh, it's a fun car. I mean, now, leases are awesome, but it does have uh, Toyo R Triple Eight R's, and it's been raining, uh, so and cold, two eighty, uh, standing water and cold. Yeah, not so fun. Uh, the car is very, very Snatch. light, twitchy. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like I mean, they're like known to be twitchy anyway. Yeah, you know? so it's it, all it, you just have to be very, very progressive with all your inputs and be very gentle. Like I, you I, just drive in the center lane on 280, just so if you when you start spinning, not yeah, if, you just you yeah. just like you still have some room. Exactly. I just got right. distracted because Brian has his DW rally hat on. Yeah, and he has the sticker still on it. <laughs> oh, dude, gnarly gangster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know uh, he's not G'd up with his feet. I want people to know that I can buy new things. Okay. Cool. Oh, fresh. <laughs> so it is, uh, yeah, twitchy is a good way to put it. I went to like change the, um, the defroster or something yeah. and I had one hand on the steering wheel yeah. and like it was a combination of tram lining and like the twitchiness and like yeah, I yeah. almost, well, it's all, it also has such like sharp quick, steering, yeah. quick steering yeah, yeah, and yeah. that little tiny wheel. It's like a little, it's just like a go-kart, go-kart. Yeah. but I mean, I hate saying that cause it's such I a know, cliche, yeah. but, it but literally. it is like these little movements can like can yeah. send you off the road. Totally, right. Yeah. So yeah, but it was but a it's also the, twitchy on the on the limit too. Like yeah. it, the car's a little yeah, twitchy. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's definitely pretty mellow driving. Nothing crazy. But um, does it have seat heaters? Does not have seat heaters. It just has those fixed little buckets. Barely has seats, dude. Yeah, yeah. Barely has seats. Uh, it's a it's definitely harsh on certain like you know surfaces. Like you know if there's any like you know you have a you know when you hit a like an overpass or something like those transitions are so harsh. It's just like a slam. But otherwise, it's like pretty tolerable like I, I always thought like i remember them being so harsh like just driving around but um i mean with a, with a working heater and you know with, i have the top on it right now the little little top it's like it's actually reasonably quiet and you know it's not too bad it's just when you hit like a like a bump or a sharp transition that it's like you can tell it's all one expansion piece. joints they call expansion those. joints uh are, yeah if it's a big expansion joint yeah it's like a lo- loud slam all right so uh Run the horn, uh, Elise or Viper for, for what park in your garage. You have one spot to fill. I've never, they're, they're about the same price. Like an RT 10. 
Yeah. Arch not a, not a GTS. Correct. GTS Ooh. is too expensive, I think. Dude. I like GTS. Because I'd have a GTS Me over too. an Elise. The GTS is a much nicer thing. I've never driven a Viper, but um, there is one thing that an Elise is not good at that I think the Viper would be uh, is sliding around. Like if you just want to power over steer, like whenever you want, like dicking around. The, when I did drive one, it, that was very apparent. It yeah. was super good at that. And I like to do that. And the Elise is not that way. And the Elise is like a little slot car. You know, you just drive it very fast, very cleanly and like it's rewarding and it does not like to, you know, oversteer. Like, no, it likes they, to be grip. It, it likes, likes to have grip. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, driven like, like a go-kart, right? Like you don't want to be doing that. Like you want to, you want to just drive it fast and well, like it, and uh, otherwise, yeah, it's mid engine and you know, you can easily end up they spin backwards. Like a top. Yeah. So, um, for that reason, I think I would, I would prefer the Viper. How about you, Lane? Dude, I think I'd pick, I want to pick the Elise, but the side, the, Oh yeah. The fact that they're really uncomfortable to get in and out of. Yeah. Like they're both like toys. I know. That's they're both total toys, especially in RT 10, right? Right. No side windows at all. Same shitty roof thing. Shitty awful interior. Like the least is like a huge step up in interior compared to Viper. It's kind of crazy to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. As far as like, it's still like they're both minimal. Like the Viper has more stuff, but but, at least the Lotus looks good. The Lotus is like looks good. And it's actually like, (laughs) it's like, just like cheap materials, but they're like well put. They're kind of nice, like I know yeah. in a way, like yeah, yeah. where the Viper is just like Slap all wavy and shitty. Dude, it's hard. I it's, mean, I, it's, so it's crazy to me that they're the. It's like the same price. Yeah, like and I, it, that just dawned on me, like not you know not that long. Such ago. Like, One of so the dude. I'll say where it stems from is uh, the dude that Pat bought the Festiva from down in San Diego, the one that we took to Broha. Um, in the beginning, like he was a nutty dude that, you know, t- gave us two steering wheels and just seemed like, oh, yeah, yeah. For selling that. a car for $400, he seemed like a little more attached than we would have expected. And that was funny. Yeah. Um, and wasn't he like, I hope you guys treat this take care of it. Yeah. yeah. And he's like pumping the gas mileage. Yeah, yeah. Turns out he's a total fucking nutcase enthusiast and he's actually a rad dude. I, I don't think I've ever personally met him, but I just but know Pat's like to teamed Pat. up with him now. So yeah, Pat is now teamed up. Like he's been to the last two Brohas. Uh, this guy who was the original. Festiva owner has come out and raced, and I think he, I think he kind of got screwed in both of those. Like the car broke before, but anyways, he. So I follow him on Instagram, and he just flew out with his dad, bought a Viper RT10, a black one, uh, with very low miles. I think it was like I don't know sixteen thousand, um, and drove it like basically across <laughs> across the country, That's road awesome. trip, and ran into all these problems yeah. along the way. But it was like totally inspiring. It's like, oh my god, that's like an approachable car. Yeah, like you yeah. can actually get those twenty how much grand. Those? So then I immediately go to BRZO, and there's one listed in LA for twenty six grand that actually looks fair. And like for, I I've always been quoting that you can get them at least. You know, they're they're thirty grand now, and they'll be thirty grand when you try to sell it yeah, in yeah. five years. So it's, mm-hmm. it's like a cheap car to own yeah. in that way. Uh, and and so I think a, a thirty thousand dollar viper is totally out like you would have oh that's a good one plenty for an rt10 for yeah. an rt10 i think you can get I them down that, to like 2021 20, probably wow. yeah. yeah i've seen them and so that's just kind of crazy to me and and so then i'm just thinking about like like if you have a space in a garage like that like picture this scenario now that we're getting to be older dudes uh some a kid comes over to your house and you're a car guy and they open the door to the garage and what's in there 
Like it's hard to imagine a car that would have a bigger impact than a Viper RT10 sitting in the garage. Like to just for that price as yours. Yeah, for that price. And I mean, it's almost like red with the yellow wheels. Yeah, I wouldn't do the yellow. I I really don't like the McDonald's yellow wheels. I think it at least. I mean, it's, I appreciate the green with the yellow wheels. Remember that? Oh, God. Whoa. Yeah, at least also have a lot of presence. Like even like I, on the way down here, I stopped at a coffee shop and like, you know, as I walked back up to the car, like it looks so exotic and it's like this cool little yeah, tiny race does. car thing. But, yeah. um, and that's a black one too. Like if you have a bright one. orange one or something, or I actually yeah. like like the tennis ball green ones, whatever color that yeah. is, chartreuse almost. Those yeah. are rad. But, um, Philip has that orange one and that thing's like, yeah. definitely yeah. stands out. So, uh, with the Viper, I would not be surprised. I've only sat in them. Um, if the interior is actually more spacious than the lease when you're sitting. I know. That's the thing. Are they more spacious? I've I heard they're pretty so. small though. Um, the pedal box is really tight. No, no, no too. I'm, saying, I'm saying I think the Elise is more spacious. Oh, than yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because like the pedal box is really weird, and like you have this whole side thing to the yeah. left of your, of your feet. Yeah, like, now and that the I'm, engine's pretty far back pretty in the Viper. Yeah, and, and it's a yeah. giant engine. And I think right? they get they're really hot inside. Right. Yeah, yeah, no windows though. Right? Damn, Fine. dude, hot on the inside and the outside because of the side pipes. Okay, here's the do I ha- do I own a garage in this? Yes, in this situ- I have. You to, own right? a garage, both cars, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a garage. You have a garage and you have maybe a nephew who would stop by and that's mm. who you'd be impressing. See, I don't really care about you know, Okay. Nephew. You can leave that last part off. Yeah. But what do you do? Yeah. I think I'd have to 28 go. 28 grand. I think you, I'd have to go at least, dude. Really? Yeah. But I just keep the top off all the time so I can get in and out easily. Yeah. Huh. It's even hard for me to get in and out with the top on. Yeah. It's such a small, like, yeah, little aperture, right? Yeah. I, I would guess that a, a Viper is going to age very, very well. It stands out so far from everything that, uh, of its contemporary, you know, like I think it's just going to be it uh, right has, now. It's it definitely like has a, more. Wow. A unique thing has more. Wow. Factor. Like in 20 years, it's going to be yeah. like insane. It's definitely to have the, one. It's also the car you'd have more fun. I always say this, but it's the car you'd have more fun driving to the to the grocery store in than the Elise. It's more of an event, you know. Yeah, it's more yeah. of an of an event. Just driving on city streets to the store, yeah, and getting out of that thing. And it would, yeah. it, it definitely has more presence than yeah. a lease. I mean, yeah. you know, lease has some presence, but mm-hmm. it, it's a small little kind of car. And the Viper has this big long hood, and it's pretty curvaceous, and it has these those big gills on the side. And I mean. It's pretty out there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I think they're, pre- I mean, they're super rad looking and, uh, I've never driven them. Uh, I've mentioned that already, but like, I would love to drive one and, and experience it. And, and I bet, you know, like, obviously, I think collectively we're pretty big, like steering nerds, right? And like, just with the gigantic tires up front. And I can't imagine that steering being very, good. oh, like, yeah, yeah. That could be a shitty experience. And it's right? a I dodge. Mean, it's like a truck, you know, like, but, yeah. um, but I mean, that transmission feels pretty awesome. And, um, obviously they have a tremendous amount of grip and, um, I can see it being really fun to drive fast, you know, and even at slow speed as you're describing, like dicking around, like you just like out of every exit, you're going right. sideways. And right. like, it's a little like, unfortunate that they don't sound better, but uh, like they have, that I, I haven't like, even seen many doing drive-bys to be able to know. Yeah. They come very, I would have mine in like that dark green metallic with like a brown interior. Or something. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a good a combo. Fancy. Yeah. I saw uh, one. So like you did that. say Viper and yeah. Lane, you said, Elise. I said Elise. I th- yeah. It's hard. Yeah, Elise has to. been a, like a bucket list, like dream car of mine for a long time. Uh, just the whole lightweight thing. But I, I, I would have to go Viper. I think. 
Yeah, dude. And, and Elise's like pure shifter card. It's like super short gearing. Like everything is, is super immediate. Like it's, it's that way, you know, just kind of think of it like that versus like this big, you know, <laughs> like kind of muscle car thing. Yeah. Right. And I, I like you, you know, enjoy getting, you know, having, being able to play with it a little bit. I'm looking at both of those sideways toys too. And I, I look at them as like, driving them like a certain amount of days a year and just on in sunny weather like i'd have the top down on both of them like the fiber doesn't even have side windows and uh i think the elise would be a little i just look at the toyota engine i think it would maybe be a little easier to keep i don't know I mean, it certainly Vi- consumes less gas and oil and all that yeah shit. but the vipers but the Vi- i think but it's a pretty dependable is pretty easy to maintain probably easy too, to maintain right? yeah. like pretty and, and i think that whole clamshell comes off and it's just like yeah everything's there hmm. yeah what do you guys think about like kind of uh image or perception like i think the elise is like a like elise has better better <laughs> like, yeah, but dude sure. i don't know but it's like <laughs> is it like i mean I, somehow the viper <laughs> does not get hung up with like the corvette it's not uh, not to the corvette it's no. more like i dude for me it's just like a constant joke almost like it, it's yeah. just kind of like yeah, you're obviously a dude that likes to have fun <laughs> like you don't give yeah. a shit about stuff normal things that normal people do you're driving a dodge viper yeah. i don't know for some reason the corvette guys seem like they're think they're all that and i feel like a dodge viper owner an rt10 owner specifically would be it's more like you know this thing's kind of a big pile of shit more but it's whimsy got a big, well, yeah yeah more whimsy i think yeah. they're also like they're rare enough where you don't have enough there's not there's enough no of a, there's yeah. not enough of a stereotype yeah like yeah, there's not enough people to yeah. justify a stereotype, really. I mean, you know they're American car people. I mean, I do picture American flag like sticker in the window for some reason on everyone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I think I gotta go, I gotta go with my gut on this one. That's at least. Yeah. But the Viper is pretty cool it's like it is like like you said it's a little bit of a joke yeah in a lot of ways and i think anybody take them so seriously yeah and i think people around maybe that's what i'm seeing a little bit like that's why i would pick the elise but it is a kind of a tough call right such different personalities yeah but both toys both same price yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing both total toys both bare yeah both barely cars right yeah they're just like it's yeah total I, toys. The, the viper i was actually kind of surprised to hear that it, like i don't think it has abs it doesn't and it like no trash control it's yep. got nothing so the reason the viper was discontinued whatever year it was discontinued before the last generation came out was because they needed to have all that stuff to and comply with like, safety standards yeah. and they're like fuck it we can't right. we're not we can't do that yeah so they just quit production and then when they brought it back they had to have um ABS, trash control, all that, all that stuff, basically. So, yeah, it's a interesting car. I better be a. You can rent that one on Turo up in San yeah. Francisco. Oh right, yeah, yeah, red I'd one. I'd like to, dude. Let's do it. I can bring it down. I know. How have we never? I mean, Brian's driven one. Oh, oh we're, yeah, in, we're in autocross. We're in autocross yeah. for a while. A GTS. Yeah. That. <laughs> all yeah, right, he did guys, the good one. You guys want to get on these questions? Yeah, let's, yeah, do, let's do it. That was a very long first question that I snuck in. There. I have a I have a question from Che Core from uh, Jolly Old England. He says, "Merry Christmas, guys. Any suggestions for Secret Santa for under fifteen dollars for petrol heads?" So fifteen pounds is what he's. Talking oh, about. sorry, yeah, pounds. I mean, but he did put a dollar. He did put a dollar. So maybe he's talking about dollars then. 
twenty pounds. So for someone over that would be, or that's like 10, 10 pounds, like 11, 13, 12 pounds. Twelve. I don't know what the exchange twelve is pounds. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Any suggestions? Fifteen. Fifteen is pretty cheap. Uh, I kind of want to tell somebody to buy somebody a like a good tire gauge, like a racing tire gauge, but that's more, that's like 40, 50, 60 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah, like you're thinking like a Summit Racing one or something. Um, I would say uh, a book or like a like a like a coffee table book or something. Can you get what a you coffee one? table you book? You're not good. But it's like a discounted one that's been sitting there. Is it a Dodge Viper one that no one bought? Uh, oh, you can definitely oh, get that. Something like that. Yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but no one's gonna want that. Yeah. Fifteen bucks t-shirts, even not even a t-shirt. No, you can't even get a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. What? What do you? You get soap. Yeah. How about that? A little thing. A, a thing of Gojo. Oh, there you go. Some, I mean, everybody runs out of pumice soap. Oh, we have to think about soap. We, there has to be something good, yeah. right? Uh, One uh, quart of synthetic oil. How about some quick detail spray? Some Motul um, brake fluid. You Is that to top no, up? Dude. But then you can't no. do a flush. That's 20 bucks, dude. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Each one? I'm pretty sure it's 20 uh, bucks each. Um, oh, I thought they were free. <laughs> Uh, wiper blades. Nope. No, nope. no, okay. no way. That's like 30, dude. Wiper blade. And dude. what are you going to do? Like, oh, let me see. Let me, let me use a little, little computer at Craig at uh, the That's auto parts store. To do. Yeah. You got to hook them up with those icons, man. The Bosch's. And yeah, they're probably. Yeah, you can't afford that for 15 bucks, dude. Can't afford it. Uh, dude, that really, the budget is way too low. Oh, how about. There's got to be something. Here we go. Here we go. Um, I got it. You guys like run, the new run track subscription to run track. I, that was my same idea that I just had. And that's exactly like probably, you can probably find it for five ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in the UK, yeah, it's probably 15. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good call, dude. Yeah. That's amazing that it's less than wiper blades. Yeah. And they're, it's also, I mean, it's also amazing that like prints dying when it's so cheap. Yeah. A lot of the content is, like kind of sponsory types. Well, yeah. also the content is old, right? Like that's the problem is like yeah, that's why Road Track is old. killing it because they're doing they're making evergreen content now for their mag yeah. versus like it's right. like by the time you pick up a magazine like you've already read about the car and you've seen multiple reviews. A lot of it's regurgitated too. Like I remember I used to subscribe to all of them because it's so cheap, right? Yeah. So I get Road Track, Car and Driver, Automobile, whatever. You get them all. They would all have the same fucking cars the same month. Like yeah. you're like okay. So I read this one. There's no sense in reading all these other ones. And they turned out to just be like something to flip through, like take five minutes to flip through and yeah. throw in a pile. Right. Um, well, I mean, kind of the default answer, I didn't want to go there, but was a little scale model. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's totally pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and especially it's not, you're not just subject to whatever's available at CVS. Like you go on Amazon and you can get, like you want to get the them, exact yeah. model that you want. Get them their right. car or something, yeah. you know, or whatever car is valid or, or like meaningful to them. How about this? A fifteen dollar LED flashlight. Like I feel like yeah. I'm always short on flashlights. Well, the yeah. the the little LED flashlights are like four dollars. So if you get the most baller one, it's yeah. like fifteen bucks. Oh, you know what's a good one? I got it as a gift. I think my dad gave it to me. Like a little tiny ratchet wrench. Okay. Um, so it's like a little, like, like, like quarter inch? two inches long, quarter inch. I guess it's quarter. Quarter's with, the tiny one, yeah. Yeah, the tiniest. 
and so you can like reach little tiny things. It's kind of one of those things like when you need it, you need it, mm-hmm. and it's really cool to have. You yeah. could also mm-hmm. it also has the little opening so you could fit the screwdrivers in. I got you know the little yeah. screwdrivers. Oh, that that's yeah. really nice, and it's pretty awesome, dude. That's so really it's nice. ratcheting too. Yeah. So you have a ratcheting screwdriver. That's cool. And like I've used it, and I've had to use it in several places, nice. and nothing else fits basically. Yeah, and it's that's ratcheting, which and that's kind of a cool little. Yeah, it's cheap never going to be a part. It's of never going to be in any kit. Yeah, it's a very special. It's a specialty tool. Yeah. So I got one that inspired by that, a telescoping magnet. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. Little, those that's are cheap. You always want. You always, every, you always drop shit. Yeah, you like, definitely oh, you need that. Always need it. Yeah, I have I've one never had. I've never owned one, but really? I've been I, at shops that had one, and they came in handy all the time. So I have one that's that that I got a while back. It's not a telescoping one like an antenna, but it's it's actually a super flexible wire, but it's stiff enough that you know you can curve it and do crazy shit with. And so I always have it just bent like a U when I I, I like have it sort of like attached to the side of my toolbox, but then you can just kind of undo it and it's super long and you can bend it however you want to get into places. And you know, sometimes when you kind of, the more you bend, like metal eventually becomes brittle. Like this doesn't do that. I don't know <laughs> what, what's inside. Like, I don't know like yeah. what kind of metal, like it outside, it looks like stainless steel. It's jelly. Yeah. It might be jelly, jelly. but, um, but yeah, the, that's a super handy tool. I've used it a lot and, for bolts and in the same vein, uh, like the mi- mirrors at the end of those oh, mm-hmm. mirrors. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck is going on down yeah. underneath that pulley? Like, how do I get to this bolt? And you just kind of look, you just shine the flashlight at the mirror. Yeah. It lights up the thing. Could also one of those little, um, little jars, like magnet jars to put stuff in. Yeah. Yeah. Or a tray, like those little, yeah, a little tray. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Magnet. Exactly. Those are big. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a really, you know what I think never used is one of those things that you drape over the fender. Oh, me oh. either. <laughs> no, me either. Yeah. I've never had one. Yeah. It's like an old school thing. Like it's back, like my Skylark. It made a, a great deal of sense because it's a, like a tiny V6 inside this huge engine yeah, bay. Yeah, you're really having and so a lean you have over to like that. lean way over the fender, yeah. and it's a big fender, right? Yeah. Uh, but then with all the Japanese and European cars that we have, it's like the fender's super skinny, the hood's really wide, but everything's really compact in the thing, so yeah. you're not really like leaning way over. Mm-hmm. I think it was on Hoonigan's Instagram page. I saw they were like advertising a Hoonigan one last week and it was, um, hurt, you know, like mm-hmm. a, yeah. and he has like a screwdriver and he has it full blast and it has like a drill bit on or something. And he like, it's him advertising the fender liner and he just like, he does a fake like fall against the fender and like stabs that into the fender thing, you know, as he's falling. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a dramatic fun yeah. kind of thing. Trying to find a way. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he saved the fender. So. Hmm. But well, you can't buy one of those with fifteen. Is that fifteen bucks? No, pounds or dollars. Yeah. So, uh, how much is a ZHP shift knob? Oh, oh Lord, money, dude. dude. They're like one hundred and fifty uh, bucks. Uh, how about chrome uh, valve stem caps? No. Who wants that? <laughs> All right, Panama Panama underscore MK one wrote um, got the wife an e golf also due to Jason and DWA clap. Nice. Yeah, so that's Alex Stadel made a comment first about that. Uh, oh, he did? He, he, yeah, two, two below. Oh, Alex okay. Stadel says, so I got an e-golf thanks to Jason for the salesman referral. Uh, I half blame this podcast for influencing me in this decision. Nice. And nice. I actually was uh, uh, DMing back and forth with him um, and uh, basically trying to talk him out of it. <laughs> oh, really? 
just because his commute's kind of like a long. He goes to San Francisco from like Santa Rosa or something. Yeah, and uh, mm. and so it didn't. To me, my my rule of th- thumb of like three to four times range. That's three to four times your distance between charging. Like, did not it didn't calculate for him, but he got one, and I'm sure it's gonna be fine. Richard Chen got great one. Cars, but uh, Richard Chen got one. Nice. Jason got another one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's some other people that recently. Oh, Tom Zellick got one. Yeah, and uh, Tom Tom's brother got a Viper GTS. I forgot to mention that. Oh, really? Yeah, Pro Tour. Remember he the was, dude with the freaking he sold his oh, Mustang. Mustang. Body. He sold his Mustang and got a Viper. Yeah, and it's like full on track car. <laughs> oh my dude. god, it's like pretty. Like dude. it looks pretty insane. Sweet, he should bring it out. Yeah, it's red. Wasn't his uh, Instagram name centered around Fox Body Mustang? Pro Tour Fox or Fox something? Body. So now what is Pro it? Pro Tour underscore Fox Body yeah. or something? I think it's still the same. But check it out. He has all. It's all Viper posts from like dude. a month ago on. So. I'm tempted to do it right now, but that's not good for the yeah. podcast. Uh, thoughts okay. on the oh yeah. Elliot M Davis says thoughts on the E36 M3 as a daily slash occasional track car. Yes, I think it's too old. No, I think it's. I think the interior has not (laughs) aged as well as you want. I think it's totally fine. Yes, the door panels are going to rattle. Just get new clips and put them back on. Lane, I like them. Yeah, I like them a lot. Daily driver. I think the daily. This is a guy who's daily driving a nine forty four. Although I think the daily slash track car is a fucking risky. That's a that's a that's a hard proposition. In general, I don't don't think so. I think it's fine. So well, I, mean, I think you're just gonna have down. You're, I think you're gonna have downtime. I don't know. Occasional track car. I think that uh, it depends on how far you want to go. And a lot of people don't go far at all, right? It's like yeah. you just get it out there, make sure that it can go around the track, and then you're fine. If you're like trying to become a race car driver, then that's a different thing, and you need two. You need two cars. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I, with someone who says occasional track car. I think just being able to say yes to track days, uh, you could totally do it with a streetcar. Yeah. I agree with that. And the E36 is, I mean, that that motor uh, and that chassis is a, like probably the best solution out there. But my personal opinion is it's more dated than I would want. Yeah. And I, and I think you're talking about tool just kind of where you're sitting, right? Like, cause like your car yeah. is a little more modern feeling, a little more insulated, like yeah. that, that kind of a vibe, right? Versus, right. Right. Yeah. And just a body style too. Mm. I really, I, yeah, I think they've aged so well. I, th- I like them. A lot. I think they've aged way I better than E46. Very handsome. handsome. Yeah, it's funny that I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's just like different strokes for different folks. Yeah, like for me, like I don't know, the curves uh, are, are important to me. It makes it feel more modern. Or... I think uh, the E46 looks more dated. Really, uh, the E30 yeah. 36 actually <sighs> just is looking better and like better. Like a modern so classic, funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus a dated yeah. car that's kind I mean, of in limbo yeah. right now. I get the modern yeah. classic thing because it's old enough now. But I, like, I just, for I've always loved the E46 body style, like the bubbly fender. I think they're a little that. awkward. I have to say though huh. that yours with the with the updated front end looks a little more modern. Like it's more, huh. it, it gets away with it more. The earlier one that's really bubbly and with the round headlights is uh-huh. very very dated looking. Huh. Um, like ZHPs look really fresh when they're like you know in, in good condition like they don't look as old um but yeah the, the earlier front end is really ugly i think you know what i'm talking about like the different headlights yeah it's a slight and i should but i mean i, I yeah it's like the newer ones are a little more like hawk hawkish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um uh yeah i, I 
wasn't even certain with if mine was an update car or not, actually. So thanks for confirming. It is. It definitely <laughs> is. Uh, Hushy Pushy asks, what car would you choose for a spec DWA race series? Would you pick an existing spec, E30, Boxster, etc., or something unique? We could have races and time attacks at tracks all around California. And Michael Slevin, who's got actually a really sick E36, uh, it's like uh, like the Jaeger and everything, uh, says, I just saw a spec P71 racing Facebook page, and I'm interested. Dude, so, is that the cop car? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like proposing this same thing. Cop cars and cabs, uh, automatics, uh, just uh, make a racer. So I was proposing this to Will Fowles way back in the day just because it's like, I, actually, just because of the scene in Days of Thunder, where those two are duking it out in the rental cars oh, that are basically yeah, the P71s, cars. and you know, thinking, <laughs> you know, just try. It's like it would be like a NASCAR, yeah, but I with just, automatic transmissions. That column shit. I don't know. I would be really frustrated <laughs> with the fucking shifting. I, I think that would be a blast. Spec though, I feel like I yeah. would want to do more demolition. Dirt it wouldn't it? Like yeah. It feels can you a imagine more how lemons cheap it would be? Though. It's it's kind of lemonsy. You can cross cross. I, I feel like spec. Lemons. You're getting so serious, and you're putting all this time into this like shitty platform like yeah. that. You'd be a little right. frustrated. You'd have to be doing it as a joke, and you'd have to yeah. already have the skills to be able to build everything yourself, and yeah, not pour yeah. a lot of money into it. I think that's the difficult part. So, but what DWA? What what would we? What spec series? E36. <laughs> we just talked about it. Do like 325s or yeah, the 325s. Like 325s, yeah. like pretty. That already minimal. exists, right? I don't know. No, it doesn't. It's I only mean, 46, right? Spec three is a thing where you can like drive very, a 36, right? Uh, no. So spec three is different than spec E30, and it's different than spec E46. Spec three is for the E36 chassis, but for some reason it never took off. Huh. So, like, cause, and I, and it's not M3s, I don't think. I think M3s were totally skipped over, even though they were cheap enough hmm. at one point to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, it, it, it was skipped over for whatever reason. I think part of it could be that everybody who's taken an uh, E36 M3 to the track has it modified to, to a point where it's not really like great for spec or yeah, something. Yeah. And, or the, they thought it was going to be a desirable car in the They're future. They're not as plentiful too. Not as plentiful, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got to have a big base, but the, the, a standard E36, a 325 would be a great choice. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty good. I'm trying to think of something else. I yeah. Mean, what's like a, what's like a, I don't think spec 944 would be the right call. What's like an off the, like something that's not already that, being done. Though. Right. How about spec festiva? No, not definitely bad. not. I mean, you could do like, yeah, like the the 80s, they do have B spec, the, the EF way. Civics, like those are those would be great. I mean, I, I think they have Honda Challenge, and they're but it's not the same. They're the plentiful, and that there's a ton of aftermarket support, and that's, that's not, not very really DWA fun. though. I don't think, but for it's some not. Reason. Yeah, yeah. I was I was actually um, the first thing that came to mind was an A86, but they're super rare, so that that, yeah, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. But that would be super fun. First gen minivan. Oh, that's like that Can goes you imagine with your spec series. That goes with your P71 thing. It'd be fun, but what a spectacle! Yeah. You're like, man, I just love this shitty steering and this shitty Oh, what about fucking uh the the trucks, mini truck racing? Okay, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, like um like the hard oh, yeah, bodies yeah, and the Rangers Toyotas, and it's the Toyotas. just mini truck racing. Yeah. Right, that's like good. bringing that back. I kind of like do it. Do like a like a little gravel section too, or is it just straight like tarmac? No, you remember seeing the, oh like rally cross. Yeah, like I'm oh well, that. but not. I was like, saying the exactly like the old SCCA one. Yeah. 
Did, did did you look at it with any the of those integrated bands roll roll cages sounds into the beds and stuff, dude? Remember. Like the yeah. the he didn't watch the links. Oh. I probably did, but it sounds. I, I, I was yeah. even I I sent out a thing that I was about to buy the poster on eBay with a hard body that won the championship or something. That sounds pretty fun, actually. Yeah. Dude, when you look at uh, if you Google this, uh, and now I I sent a link a long time ago, but uh, if you Google this like mini truck racing, it's r- like it is amazingly competitive. Like Steve Saline is in it, and like all these names that you recognize. Sick. Um, and it's like I mean I don't know, it, it's kind of low speed. But... I think that's a pretty good one. That it also ties back to like Highway Nine and stuff because right, right. there's all those dudes, the, the yeah. Highway Nine bombers that yeah. they, like, drive little mini trucks and they're all yeah. set up for it. Yeah, I think that's pretty good actually. And it's not too serious. Yeah. But I think it's a cooler thing than like a, a cop car, like the livery, like the trucks can look really rad. I yeah. don't think you can make that cop car like look that cool as a right. race car. It's more like just waiting to turn into a trash heap. Yes. And yes. it's never going to really be cool. But I think the trucks, you could like sink some time and money into them and make them pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, I like and that. it's a little practical. Like you bring all your race gear in the bed of the truck. Like you can sure. drive it to the track, yeah. maybe. And and that's the and and, and the I think it's small enough we, for our tight roads. Oh right, yeah. But long wheelbase, uh-huh. which is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another thing too, where being the DWA race series, and we have just a massive audience and people ready to build spec cars at whatever whim we come up with. Um, you know, that building one of those race trucks by yourself is means nothing. But when we get 40 people to build them together, then you have something, right? Yeah. I like the variety that you can choose too. Yeah. Like, you know, Chevys, yeah. Toyotas, Ford, so whatever. Um, yeah. Mazdas. Yeah. Oh, dude, I wanted to bring, fuck, I'm going to bring it up in another podcast. Dude, I saw there was one, you know those lists you always see, like Road and Track always is yes. the worst offender. All the web articles. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if Road and Track still does it, but they were like the worst offender forever on Car like, and Facebook. Car Driver does it right now. I yeah, think. and it's like the worst trucks ever made. And it's like this list came up, dude, and it was like so fucking bad. Fuck, I didn't save it, dude. I thought I tried to save it, and I, th- on, yeah, I didn't. Uh, damn. Anyways, that stuff. like the first one was like a a B series Mazda pickup, worst what? truck ever made. It's just like straight up B series pickup across the board. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they hauled stuff and did what they yeah, needed to do, but they didn't trash. have that much power. Such trash articles. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw one recently that was like 25 cars to buy instead of a Miata. And it was just completely nonsense. Just bullshit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't remember. It was a pretty recent one and it was like total bullshit. The one that always pops up is, uh, it's, um, like fast cars you forgot about. And yeah. it's like BMW M5. Right. You know, right. like the 2001 M5. Right. It's like, it has 400 horsepower to that. I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude. Like, yeah. and it's like Volvo T5R, you know, like, yeah, we all like, Every car person knows these things, yeah. you know. It's yeah. always oh, it's so frustrating. Anyways, so back to questions. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. 
Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. I'll go. Oh, Tom, Tom Zellick. Nice. Just want to say the podcast is awesome. It's changed a bit as you guys have grown, but you're doing a great job of retaining the original spirit. I do kind of miss the guy living in his van behind the sketchy restaurant crushing the party. <laughs> But that keep was up, keep up the great work. That was a D, cars and coffee. Yeah. DWA morning motors. Yeah. I kind of miss that guy too. Should we <laughs> invite nice him back? To, it's nice to have this, the little sketchy atmosphere. Yeah. He's not there any. Oh, but dude, well, they changed hey, owners. That yeah. building did. Yeah, that's right. Now it's a weed place. Yeah. In fairness, we do have a guy that like sleeps next to our morning motors. Oh, and that's he true. Does wake up when we start it and he walks through. Dude, I gave him to go a to the donut the other day. And Brian yeah. gave him a donut the other day. I think my dad became like best friends with the one. <laughs> Is it the guy that yeah, sleeps dude. by the trash bins over here? Yeah. So oh, we yeah. are completely staying. <laughs> yeah, and he has to walk roots. through our parking lot to go to the bathroom at the bike. The yeah, bike right there. Little, yeah. I think he enjoys it too. He knows yeah. something about cars. He's into I think it, he had dude. a Mustang at one point. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> See, Full of shit. <laughs> See, it's growing. They're always but the Mustangs. Keeping the spirit alive. Yeah. Because right? I think when we came here, we made a point to like be like, oh, that's awesome. We still have retained, <laughs> yeah. we've retained this, you know? We've retained our street cred. Yeah. And I mean, that guy, the, to the, be fair, place you was, can't go anywhere in Santa Cruz without that. Well, being that's true. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very true. Uh, but that guy, wasn't he like the dishwasher or something at the restaurant? That uh, lived in the we van? don't know what he exactly did, but he did work at the business, at, at the, the restaurant, restaurant. Yeah. at the Chinese restaurant. He lived in his van and at one point he opened it. <laughs> threw up outside of it on the ground and then closed it <laughs> in the then, middle of our car in the middle show, of our car show our cars and coffee and then he got out like 10 minutes later and left and he came back with a, a like a six pack or 12 pack of beer and went back hey, in there yeah. that's so gnarly, gnarly. Yeah. and then he and then he got up later in his like shit like white chef outfit and went to work wow that's oh and heavy. we had um uh, we had um domestic violence at the motel I, I next door, that. and the lady the girl was chasing after the guy and hitting him in the face and stuff and, and yelling. And then we saw people smoking out of what was not a marijuana pipe on the um, second floor of the motel. I feel bad for people coming into Santa Cruz. They just like get a hotel room somewhere and it's like, there's so many sketchy hotels here. Yeah. We don't there's have, so many that you do not. We don't have a to. lot of motels. nice hotels. A lot of motels. It, at least it's, you know, we're, we're in a day and age of Yelp. So yeah. uh, if you end up in one of those hotels, like you pretty much know. And we do have more nice ones now than we did like 10 years ago. It's a, yeah. Like with the paradox and then, you know, the one next to uh, our right here next to the Wrigley building. Oh, nice. I mean, this is like a Best Western or something. Know, it's right, Mar- right, is it Marriott? right there next Marriott. to the school. Yeah. 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 Joe Polo 68 says, Merry Christmas, fellas. That is all. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Word. Merry Christmas, Joe. Um, Jay Spella says, please start a GoFundMe or he says GoFund for Brian's van, but I want him flown somewhere on a one way ticket. Then he has to search to buy one for the ride home. Um, that's at least five podcasts of fun. Yeah. Um, JP Silla doesn't know how hard it is to find these rare vans. Well, that's the show, right? It's you and the journey, man. Well, you can't just fly (laughs) somewhere and buy one of these things. Like it's gotta be the short, uh, the shorty van with windows and the 5.2. And dude, it's like you would, like I would be, 
I would be deserting my family. I'd be stuck in some random city yeah. waiting for probably like six to 12 months before dude, I was able to drive anything home. This sounds like a Wayne Carini kind of show, dude. Like you, you fly to Detroit and your, your goal is to find the shorty van, dude. And you're going to chasing go to, shorty van. Yeah. You end up in all these little garages and the stories of the people. And, and there's like a, there's like, um, what do you call it? There's like a lead, you know, and then you like, yeah. you, you follow the lead, mm. but then it ends up being a long wheelbase one and yeah. it's like a, the older one. And, but but the people are really cool. Yeah, and, you smoke uh, some guy out to get a lead. Hang out at gas stations. Yeah. They have to fill up a lot. You carry cigarettes as like bait. You're like, hey, I'll give you, hey, you want to smoke? You want to light? Yeah. Meanwhile, like work's calling, family at home's like, uh, what? What? They raised $800 for you and you've been gone for four months. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good, good thing. Um, Ben Rogat says, real Christmas tree or fake? Real as ice. Real dog. Real. It's all we, about the smell. So Warren's all about the fake. So really? We don't want him here to defend I've tried it. the fake. We, I wanted to go fake. Yeah? I was like, why, why all the... While the, the tree harshness, you're cutting down these trees, you know, like yeah. year after year. Like, but you are growing the them for that. Yeah, they grow yeah. other ones. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's just like, it's a fun little event. I don't just, you, don't uh, you yeah. think it's all about getting the tree? Yes. And the smell too. Like, yes. it changes, yeah. like it's so seasonal, right? right? You have that smell in your living room. And they're that. unique, right? Yeah. Like not only it's the process of going yeah. and, find, and cutting it down, but then each tree that you get every year, you, you're like picking and choosing. Yeah. And they always it's have like a bad a side. You kind of like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the There's side. always a bad Hands side. all sticky yeah. and yeah. everything. Yep. I love like, uh, that's one of my favorite. I love the whole season or whatever. Like, but I my, didn't know this about you. One, oh, really? Yeah. Um, my favorite. I get depressed when like New Year's is over and oh, it's like. Shit. Oh. But my favorite. One of my favorite days is day after Thanksgiving. We always go and get our tree and like cut it down and everything, and that's just a fun day, like yeah. family tradition, right? It's like creating another. That's like a a bigger holiday from for us, I'd say, than like Thanksgiving. You know, it's like the day after we know we're gonna get our tree yeah. and yeah. do the whole thing, get like hot apple cider, and, yeah. You know. All that kind of stuff. So I like the whole, um, yeah, the orchestra of it all, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, we yeah but same thing. Whammer Jammer, I think he said he has a uh, faker. Is he a Scrooge? A little bit. Oh, I don't know. Does, he, does not... he get into the season? I think he's a, he's into the season, right? He could be in between. I think there's a lot of people that are like. He did say that Thanksgiving is his favorite holiday, so oh, maybe yeah. that's he's more. Oh, so he's a Christmas hater. Maybe it does. Yeah. It's, just <laughs> an, uh, it's an afterthought. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scotty G dot one oh one. They don't talk about Porsches enough. And I think that was in response to a different comment. It was someone asked, "Do you only talk about Porsches?" Yeah. I responded, "Be real." Swan says, "Do you yeah. guys only talk about Porsche?" Uh, I responded, "Do you have interest in cars outside of Porsche?" Yeah. And I said, "No, we talk about all cars." And the reason I responded because I know Warren gets upset is because I figured that guy's not a listener. If you ask that question, that's so. very true. Yes, then Kanepa Motorsport replied. Oh, nice. Says be real swan. To be fair, there's a lot of talk with Porsche there's uh, about with Porsche. With. Oh, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. With oh, Porsche. yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But yes, he needs to tune in because we do talk about uh, hard <laughs> body be, pickups. Right. And, and then Be Real Spawn, uh, he replies to Kadepa saying, I think Porsche people just feel that way. <laughs> so he's be like, real not Spawn that much to talk about. Issues, wow. dude. You should send driving awesome, while awesome some topics then, they say. Yeah. Oh, this is a real heated back and forth, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> be Real Spawn then replies, at Kadepa Motorsport, it is their show and they can talk about whatever they want. I just want to be... <laughs> 
sure if that was all they talked about. Jeez. Well, these Be Real Swan and Kanepa Motorsport need to, you know, take it easy. Yeah, dude. I need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. I think he might think we're Spike's uh, car radio. Oh, yeah. No, um, that's not true. Avant Seattle says, who was the worst guest that you've ever had on the podcast? Probably. Ben Rogat. Oh, he, he said <laughs> that. Ben yeah. said it was him. Ben Rogat raised yeah. his hand. Hmm. No, that's definitely not true. Ben was fun. Yeah, I don't have fun. one in... We haven't had a bad podcast. I don't have yes. one on top of my head. They've all been great. I and I probably would never say it anyway. Anyways, yeah. no. I'm just saying, but I, I literally can't think of one either. What about Art when he was a guest? Was oh, that's pretty good. Is bad. he a good guest? No, a lot of the numbers. First time? A lot of yeah. numbers, remember? I, I, I gotta listen to that first podcast. EGA, EG. You think he started with that? Oh, dude, it was gnarly. I remember that first, the first time podcast. Like, oh, yeah, it was all like, yeah, then the B22 <laughs> came out and it was like, fuck, what? The B52s. Yeah, the B52s. And he's like, oh my, love shag, what are you talking about? <laughs> I want to, I, we got to figure out what episode that is. Uh, you don't have it off the top of your head, do you? No, it was like, it was like 50 or something. Somewhere on there. Yeah. Uh, no microphones. Yeah, that was uh, talking into the task cam yeah, yeah, yeah. in the little studio in the back of your uh, yeah. daycare some, thing. Some of the early guests were probably some of the better ones in a way. Yeah. Well, who were the early ones? Was Ruben and Art? Well, there was the, Tom. Uh, what was your alternative, oh, uh, Tom fuels Eitmore. correspondent? Kevin, Kevin was on. Kevin. Jared right. was on. Was Jared on? Yeah. I can't remember that one. Yeah. I remember Kenny George a few times. I remember Kevin was on like preaching alternative fuels, but like after the show, we had to drop off Brian's Mercedes or something. And he's like, I think I can make it there in the leaf. It was like very touch and go, <laughs> like whether or not we were going to make it there yeah. and then make it to wherever else we had to go. Yeah. He's like, I have AF, 10 miles AFC left. Life. So we have to scroll way down after that connect. Uh, Mr. B. Phelps yeah. says, Yeah, nay, Safari Macan is a daily driver. Yeah. What is a Safari Macan though? It's just like why putting big Safari tires it? on it. I guess. Yeah. Just why not just drive it as is? Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like you just do aggressive tires or something. I always think of Dakar for, a, oh, for an SUV. Yeah. It's like Dakar style. Not yeah. Yeah. It is style. Dakar. So even, and so that's Dakar. like what I would do with that is like long mud flaps. <laughs> Specialty tires and wheels and a little lift, and then may, yeah, maybe a little lift and a stripe or two. Some bumper guards or, or a, yeah, a, maybe a little bumper and some lights. Yeah, like the uh, remember the Cayenne tra- Trans Siberian, Trans Siberia. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Those are actually yeah, I think those are worth money now. Oh really? So yeah. I mean, I've just been watching what Joey Sealy's doing at a Oh yeah, like our Cayenne, like is. that same generation. Like he's yeah. doing like full suspension. Joey like, Sealy's the suspension guy that he was the suspension guy at BBI. And then he went off and did his own thing, and he yeah. makes the, uh, he's the one that builds the Luft, um, Safaris cars. Oh, okay. But yeah, cool. he's, he's, it's like his family rig that he's like building out. Nice. Cool. But he's, he builds them for customers. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they look awesome. I mean, I would love to do that to ours at some point. I mean, yeah. to retire it. It's great to have that on So there. rad. Oh, yeah. He's got little plates on the, yeah, he's got like triangulating the, you know, the arms and everything. So, Really strengthening yeah, it's great to have the, I mean, you basically have the build in mind. He's already done it, yeah. you know, for the future if you ever want. I think that's what he's trying to do. Like, I've seen a picture where there's, like, multiple, like, a bunch of them together. So, like, he's mm-hmm. doing basically the whole safari thing for these. That's cool. Uh, Dial Sport says, just got 16 by 7 and 16 by 8, by 8. Fuchs for my 944. Which summer tires to go with? Pilot Exalto PE2s. Um, extreme contact sports or R1Rs. Thanks. 
Um, I, I R1Rs are too modern of a tire for a 944. I, I think they that's that's the Arrowhead design. It has a really squared shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great, also, great. It's an awesome tire, but I don't think it's a good tire for the car. Um, he's I, also like back east, I think. Um, I think the P2s that you have in your car is a really, really good. Choice. good. Um, yeah. Also, the yeah, Conti's those are, are really good. good. Conti's, Conti's are, are good really good too. too. Conti's are. They are a little more affordable. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Michelin doesn't make a Pilot Supersport or, you know, PS, 16, PS4 for um, for the 16s or else that would be like a no-brainer. Yeah. But the Exaltos are really good. So, and might have lasted a lot of rally miles. And they're at wear bars on the, on the rear, but they, they, they did me well. Yeah, so yeah, they. Wear I would recommend those. Really well, yeah, it's a good yeah. all around. It's very comfortable, yeah. right? So, and I have had Conti Sports, and they're pretty good too. So yeah, those are good too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know. But I think also R one Rs are pretty soft. Like they they wear out pretty they're fast, soft. dude. Yep, they do. And I've are those what you had on the nine nine three or no? No, I had RE71. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the R1 Rs are Toyos. They're, oh, they're, they're Toyos, they, yeah. Like, if you look at the tread design, they're like... Yeah, like I know what they head. look like. Yeah, they're great in the wet. Like, they're in, okay. amazing in the wet. Because they're really soft. 200 and they're Yeah, the 200 treadwear, oh. they're really soft, and they have the, the... Basically, they look like Formula One rain tires. Yeah. And um, I remember I had them in a bunch of Miatas, and I was in a Miata, like, torrential downpour on 101, and uh, I, I it was like... It wasn't even raining. Like the, the car was so planted because it just like evacuates all that shit out. You know, like I think really the Michelin's and the Conti's have really nice looking sidewalls too, and a really classic tread pattern for an '80s car. Yeah, so. yeah, these would be too modern. I would uh, recommend those modern on the on that car. Big fat flip with Xmas around the corner. I'll just say Christmas with Christmas around the corner. Have to ask, what's the best? Christmas present you've ever received from childhood to present doesn't have to be car related. Uh, oh man, that's a wild one. I mean, I've had like holiday trips and stuff like that, but the one that made like the biggest impression, I'm just thinking emotion. I got a, something called a super turbo train when I was about seven or eight years old. Hmm. And it was one of the, it's like a little magnetic train that had loops and you would build the track and it would go super fast. Like you had basically like, think of like an RC car controller, you know, it looks like a pistol grip yeah. and you control the train that way. But, um, you could make, you could add like other box cars and shit behind it. And, uh, I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. Um, that was probably like my favorite Christmas gift. Can't think of anything else. Cause I, I just remember being like so fucking stoked, you know, yeah. at that, like it was like the coolest thing ever. And, yeah. and, and it was like a track, like the size of this table, like you could, you know, add all these different loops and shit to them. I'll have to pull it up. It's, it was called the super turbo train. Good name. <laughs> it's very eighties. One think- stands out for me. Nintendo. Oh yeah. I got it like three years later than all of my friends, Dude. but it, it was you, still the, made the biggest impact. Regular Nintendo. Yeah, this is regular yeah. Nintendo. Dude, I never got a Nintendo till I got a Super Nintendo for Christmas. Oh, okay. Like, that's how old we were. Like, my yeah. parents wouldn't let us get it. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, yeah, I feel like mine was like a Super Nintendo. I, I wish I could remember what and year my it was. God, it was the year that it snowed in Santa Cruz. And I remember, oh. so during my entire existence, well, at least in Scotts Valley, uh, but I think it was like snowing everywhere. Or it was like enough. I know, it was like real snow. 
So I remember going up to the snow, just like on the summit and like actually playing in real snow. and And so we had snow in our backyard and this is in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Never happens. Uh, and I spent the entire day, like 16 hours straight, just playing Nintendo Super nice, Mario Brothers. Dude. That's like awesome. it was that big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was that stoked. And I, yeah, I feel like I have kind of an addictive personality when it comes to video games and I've stayed away from them for the most part for my entire life just because I think I could get super. I think most in. people do, mm. you, yeah. know, you know, at least for a little bit. Yeah. When you're a kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my, I, I've said it before, I think on the podcast, like, probably one of the greatest days of my life was getting my super nintendo oh, yeah, yeah. like it was like i i don't remember ever being happier yes my daughter and getting married was right up there but, but like dude like it was for my birthday though it wasn't a christmas oh. I was, yeah it was for my birthday and i i stayed up all night that it's day ac- you have access to so much so it's a rad. Whole world of new things yeah, so you- so I, I got you know it came with super mario world and it was raining, so I immediately, you know, I was in my PJs. I immediately went and made myself some hot chocolate, and then basically <laughs> went into my room and just disappeared, dude. And I stayed up all night, basically. Fell on the nose. Uh, yeah. The following morning, the following morning, I begged my dad to get. It was like, so I got it on a Saturday, and on Sunday morning, I begged him to get me Mario Kart. I really wanted Mario Kart. Oh, good and, man. Uh, so I remember after like basically harassing him for like three hours, uh, he drove me to Kmart. And we got Mario Kart, fifty and, uh, bucks or something, whatever for a it was. Game, and yeah. so then I played Mario Kart all sun, all day Sunday, and it was like the best weekend of the my best life. The best was going to like the video store and renting video games. Yeah, remember for sure. That? Yeah, that was, like, I remember renting was NES games. Yeah, I remember renting. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. What was it like Sky Shark? Remember that? Like the, it no. was like I remember renting so many NES yeah. games with my yeah. friends. Like I never had one, but like I would spend too. the nights and we'd rent like five. They would yeah. all suck, dude. Like you know, you got all these like deep tracks. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you end Transylvania up Transylvania or something. But that's actually a good one. Rambo. Yeah. Did you guys ever play Rambo? It was like the worst game Con- ever. Uh, Contra dude. was Contra. A Rambo good was one. horrible. Yeah, Contra yeah. was good. Or TNC Skate was TNC good. Skate. Oh, yeah. that was a good. One. The there was a thing was so hard. Too. It was always the side to side were the best. Like Mario, it was just double like dragon. Dragon. Double, yeah, it was, I was a big double dragon player. Oh yeah, that was good uh, for sure. Oh, so my favorite, my highlight gift. I, it's got to be a BMX bike. No. I th- mine because I don't remember. Act- I feel like my BMX bikes were always like, "Oh, Lane, we'll give you one." Because my birthday is on the third of December, uh, it was always yeah. like a birthday Christmas combo. Yeah. And I did get my first BMX bike, which was a mongoose, like really cool bike. Picked it out at Wes's BMX in Scotts Valley in the movie theater shopping, and they had a half pipe in the back and stuff. Wow! Um, but I remember getting that, but I don't feel like. I feel I picked it out and I think I got it early as a joint gift, you know, so, you didn't, so I didn't have that impact, have that impact of like, like Christmas. Christmas morning. But know. my big, the big Christmas one I remember was, um, I don't know how old I was, probably like eight, but I got a, um, or maybe, yeah, I got a Jeff Grosso complete, like a oh. skate deck with bullet wheels and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like that the was big, big one. Deal. And I also remember it was raining outside so I couldn't, we couldn't go outside. My brother got a, um, uh, what's his name? The, the hammer board, the, um, Salba or something. Nah, fuck. Uh, not a Rob Robscop. A, well, anyways. Um, but we both got brand new Santa Cruz skate decks. It was raining Such outside. A big moment. Couldn't go outside. It's like the biggest bummer ever. It's all you want to do on Christmas is like play with your toys. Yeah. And then I think it cleared up later in the day and we went to Derby 
and uh, skated around. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now that jogs my memory of like going to go skate or something in Scotts Valley. Yeah. And it was just a tiny little shop and they just had them all on yeah. the wall. And I picked out like some Sims board or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know, with full complete. What color is the Sims? Um, I had a blue it was one. Black with this, uh, uh, bottom. It was this like rad pirate. Oh, whoa. uh, graphic. Like I think I, I probably got my skateboard uh, a lot later than you, I would guess. But mm-hmm. it was like, you said you got a Grosso. Yeah. Cause the toy box. The early, oh, the toy box. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like, like I 80s. mean, I'm sure it's it like all, 80, yeah, it's, 87 probably. Yeah. I think I was probably like 89 or something. But yeah. God, I can't remember. Somehow I can't remember the dude's name, but it was such a fucking sick deck. Huh. Um, and I just chose it on graphics alone. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what uh, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up now. That's the way the podcast, we chose but, boards. Yeah. It was right. graphics. I yeah. wanted the toy box. Yeah. Fuck. What was the hammer? It's the dude he was like in jail. Uh, fuck. I don't know. For Santa Cruz, though. It was like the yeah. weird shape. It had that weird, no, I remember weird the outline, tail, dude. Like yeah. Flares out in the um, back. I was like, went like this. It wasn't the it dude like that, that. Like killed the people. No, nah, it here, wasn't right? a gator. Gator. <laughs> gator Rowowski or whatever. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, but he dude, I remember Santa that Cruz. shape board. Yeah. Uh, the one you, you know were talking, talking about, about with like the weird front end. Yeah. Um, they were like blue. Fuck, I'm such an idiot right now. Anyways. But I had a Sims before my... Uh, my Grosso, and it was, but uh-huh. it was like the most basic board ever. It was like blue with like just some like the big Sims crosses with yeah. the Sims logo on the bottom. Yeah. I feel like it was like a really old, like that was probably like an '85 right, or something right. like that. So it's yeah. like before they got really into like the cool um, graphics, like mm. Jim Phillips stuff, like right. for Santa yeah. Cruz and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm gonna but, be stoked when I find this. Did I found I? <laughs> Of all places, I, I looked at the Super Turbo Train. It's on Amazon. It says currently unavailable, but look how old that box is. Oh. It's from like '86 or '87. Kevin Stab. And uh, oh, I never heard of that guy, dude. Fucking six, uh, seven, thirty feet of track. Do you see that? Damn, that thing's pretty rad. Turbo Train, huh? It's so funny. The name is so stupid, right? It's a Super Turbo Train. I mean, yeah, I guess. It's cool though. How's a daredevil jump? Yeah, dude, I was like, like all that shit in like a loop, like it went upside down and everything. Yeah, so crazy. That's rad. That remember? I mean, watching those commercials would be. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I actually, I bet the, yeah, the commercials like on YouTube right now. They would make you want everything. The kids are all excited, right? Oh, so excited, dude! <laughs> and then you get in, you'd always be a little disappointed because like didn't really do it. I know it was like said it did. It didn't actually fly twenty feet across and land nicely. So who am I thinking of, too? I don't know. I didn't look up the... I didn't look up the hammer. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's a later board. So I'm talking like pre-front, front, like... Yeah. Uh, I'm talking like before... The like ones. The, the yeah. front was always flat on, yeah. the, on the boards I'm talking yeah. about. And they didn't have a lot of concave. Like That one actually probably said... Uh, yeah, mine had some concave. Yeah, this is a... It probably one, says the year. This one has a nose and everything. This is probably yeah. like 8990 or something. Yeah. Huh. That looks cool though. Super dope. And then, um, yeah, I was, I, my parents always cheaped out on my bikes. Uh huh. Um, Huffy? No, it was like Costco style. I, I remember, like, I got a mountain bike. So when I was in Vacaville, I got a BMX and the, our whole life was BMX back then. And I remember I had a red bike with red tires. Actually, that was, that was a pretty big impact. 
I don't remember what brand, but it definitely was not the name brand because my friends had like a red line or whatever and all this good mm-hmm. shit. And then uh, in Santa Cruz uh, with a mountain bike, uh, got a Skyco mesh. And so it's like, what? That's a Costco bike. Oh. And so it's like, you're kind of stoked to get a bike, but also all your friends have stump jumpers and, and then you get a Skyco mesh that's like, <laughs> you know, you start getting, you're pretty brand conscious. Oh, wow. Kid, dude, right? so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's sure. kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, I, I had a, I had a, Mongoose. Um, well, my first good mountain bike was a Bridgestone. Yeah. Oh. It was a really cool bike, an yeah. MB, MB2 or MB3, which was like, the third best one you could get or no fourth. Cause they had an MB zero if I had an MB three, but still I was like, I remember being like, I was yeah, so into like it. it. Then I had good. a GT like Zascar, which is all aluminum, like huh. killer bike. Like I feel like I was always into like getting that kind of like that good shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now, so because of my Skyco mission, I felt all lame. Uh, now I have a, a Bontrager, which was like a legit bike. So back what, what Bontrager do you have? A race light. Is it white? Red and white. The red and white. Yeah. So dope. So it's like still the handmade in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Uh, I get from that era. I get like feels when I see those now. Like, and, and it's still, an amazing riding so bike. Quality. It's all like, the, like when all, I see the, a the salsa, geometry, the, the geometry is killer. Bike, I'm like, Oh, God, yeah, look at that thing. Yeah, and those bikes are so amazing. And it, it's like really, it's it's kind of like all you need. And that chrome all frame, and it like gives a little bit. And so, right, so nice, right. Dude. Hardtail. Christian Osoy, obvious. Oh yeah, dude. Come he, on. He he got oh, crazy. That's who you were talking about. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, he went to jail, dude. Yeah, yeah. I actually I had that in the tip of my tongue, but I'm like, dude, that's too obvious. Like you would. You would yeah, have said exactly, that. <laughs> dude. Because you remember the shape. Yeah, like, that's always, what I was they saying. They were always like, like all curve. weird. Yeah, yeah. This is like a newer one too, but. Yeah. They were like, had a weird blocky shape. I, um, I got a blank in like 19, it must have been like 91 or 92. I bought a, um, like a board blank and then I yeah. cut, I made the shape myself. Oh, nice. I and I, that. um, I painted, I got like really good acrylics and I painted a graphic on the bottom. Whoa. Like sign paint. And I, yeah. get, and I, uh, for Travis for, uh, his birthday or for Christmas. What did you, what, what Dude, graphic? I feel like I did a shark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I like Dude. drew it out and everything and like, and, uh, That's rad. yeah, I was like super into it and I gripped it and all this stuff. Yeah. It was like a big project. It was really fun. Um, and I cut it out myself on the bandsaw, like in my yeah. garage and like, yeah, and then you, you know, know cleaned it up and everything. Right? Yeah. Sweet. <clears throat> Pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a podcast, right? It is. Yeah. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Happy New, New Year. Year. Well, we may talk to you. Yeah, we'll talk then. to you before all that stuff. But later, later, pasta, pasta. It's nice to have this little sketchy atmosphere. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot 
and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh... We give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out and join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you, guys.